0: Welcome to LizCast. I am your host, Amanda Costner. We are recapping First Kill Season 1, Episode 6. And with me today is someone who has spent many a night with me staying up watching content. Some might say a night or two staying up drinking. I have literally never seen her lose a board game. Please help me welcome to the podcast, Nika! (laughs) Ooh. <laughs> thanks for coming back on the podcast uh
1: po- thanks for having me i'm sure back by popular defense. yes
0: they de- the people demanded you come back <laughs> and i give the people what they want yeah. uh, first severing is the name of episode six can kind I of give me a little chill first severing i felt like uh, a little scare like we're gonna yeah, see some more gore really-
1: I wasn't really sure what to expect going into the episode um it it was it was a little interesting how they uh kind of jumped right in um trying to yank uh juliet and cal away from each other through this kind of slightly bizarre ceremony
0: um the ceremony what ceremony are you speaking of the, um, oh the severing yes that's yeah, the name the, of the sorry episode. the yes.
1: severing <laughs> yes
0: the ser- severing yeah that was crazy um yeah so we start the episode off talia informs a not too pleased cow that uh after she speaks with police about the smashly zombie murder and uh the uh well it was smashly murdering noah the uh
2: for calliope school is out
1: yeah it seems a little dramatic but i kind of understand why her mother wants to um make sure she can do everything in her in her like um in her power to separate her and juliet um so homeschooling it is i guess but also i'm kind of curious like why don't the hunters homeschool to start with i what What kind of is the point of uh moving from school to school and sending their kids um into high school? Cal was kind of the first person to find a legacy uh, vampire uh, in a long time. so it's it's not like they're sending their children in hunting for legacies, right? It sounds, right. It seemed like at least from the first episode, they do most of their monster hunting. In the graveyard, Buffy style. Um, I believe you
0: have discovered what we refer to as a plot hole. <laughs> um, I think I'm, they. I think they have her going to school so she can meet Juliet, I
1: <laughs> so mean, we can have this whole show. <laughs> I don't think that's the only plot hole. This. this, <laughs> show, this She's show. bringing the hate back. Me back <laughs> with the hate.
0: Uh, Talia yeah, also I mean, says, uh, "Your little flame with that vampire is over."
1: You so much as mention her name, and I'll take you both out. Juliet, 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 Juliet! <laughs> like, I don't know. Cal, Cal is uh, ready to rebel. Um, this severing did nothing for her. She's- Oh, my God. Um,
0: yeah, it's like uh, Parenting 101. Uh, forbidding your kid from being with the person they love. <laughs> like, your teenage kid. like uh, That'll work for sure.
1: Well, I actually just had an interesting conversation with somebody that I work with today. He asked, uh, he was talking about how his like daughter is 12 years old and he, she definitely listens to everything that he says. And another coworker turns and looks at me and goes, Hey, you're a female. When you were young, if your dad told you to do something, did you do it? And I was just like, ha, 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 If my parents told me to do something, I would do the opposite. Right. I'm the type of kid who, like, rebelled against all authority. It's a miracle I have never gotten fired because I rebel against my bosses.
2: <laughs> cut that, cut these, that. These
1: parents.
0: Do <laughs> you really want me to cut it? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, these parents just they never learn they don't even after i mean how long has romeo and juliet been around like what hundreds of years Uh, thousands i don't know i don't don't,
1: look at me i'm not a
0: shakespeare scholar here uh
1: i I think hundreds is a little more accurate and have we not had like a handful of Romeo and Juliet retellings. I mean. Yeah,
0: they should know by now. They should know uh, I by will now say, that
1: if you tell them not to get together, they're just going to be more. Yeah.
0: When I learned I wasn't exactly my mother-in-law's like ideal part. I was like, awesome. Great. She's going to love me for sure. Now, please hate me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. The parents, they haven't, they haven't learned. I loved the scene when, uh, Talia, Margot, the girls and the principal, they all, uh, when they go into the waiting room again, I was like,
1: reunited
0: and it feels so
1: good. I was watching that scene going, oh man, I bet Amanda is so excited. I was like, "Kids, these two are moms together. Just make out already? Do you really think that the moms are ever going to make out? Even if we get a season two, this, In my dreams. Juliet's mom loves loves the dad so much this dad would have to get like mer- obliterated her Okay, but he's not have the same... to be like wiped before she the would same man. anybody
0: he's does she love snakes
1: that's the real question i mean like uh, does she love snakes that also eat her mom maybe a turn on who knows
0: i thought you were gonna finish that a different way so but you, that was Okay, You're the
2: principal's star- daughter,
0: I know the principal starts interrogating them. And again,, uh, we have this continuous theme woven throughout the series thus far of Talia and Margot protecting their daughters,
1: yeah. I love how that how they're like so fiercely protective of their daughters. Um, but but also like remember this vampire society is a matriarchal society so you think that they that at least Margot would we would see some scenes of her trying to empower juliet and give her some autonomy i i mean i personally would like to see that instead of like the mother hen act that we constantly see like i i get it you know you're very protective but also, raise your daughter up and, you know, get her ready, strong, and push her out into the world.
0: Okay, that's a good point. And, um, that didn't really bother me as much, but um, I, I, I see where you're I, coming from.
2: I think I just love it by everything.
0: <laughs> no, you love it. I know you love it. Okay. <laughs> I have a question. If they have video proof of Juliet wouldn't they also have proof of Cal and also why didn't the school care about them breaking the glass door and having a sleepover in the Romeo and Juliet set
1: um I was just really confused by this entire scene to be honest (laughs) because their evidence was like very flimsy at best um also you you know that a zombie killed this kid right so why are you looking at Juliet and Cal two obviously not zombie individuals
2: um do, it, it do the principal
1: kind of, and the police know it was a zombie well wasn't there like a flash across the scene or i thought like they were like oh there's monsters back maybe maybe i'm jumping to conclusions no but i, I thought right. they knew it was a zombie
0: oh see i didn't uh, i didn't assume that but i could I, maybe completely you're right
1: be wrong and maybe i'm just like throwing hate at them for no reason now <laughs> i'm like they're bad at their job but you know I mean, they're just trying to get to the bottom i guess
2: my gosh. Uh.
1: But i mean like you're telling me that the cameras didn't catch the zombie running around
0: the zombie was really fast i was calling it the flash on the on my last recap uh,
1: yeah it was interesting that these zombies are kind of like uh what what movie, World War Z, where they have, like, those really fast uh, I thought it was, zombies. like, Twilight.
0: That's what they have the vampires do in Twilight.
1: Yes, but I was, like, comparing it to, like, fast zombies, right? Like, I oh. think the one with, uh, who's the guy who hit Chris Rock? What? <laughs> First of all, who does know Will Smith? Oh, yes, Will Smith. First of I'm- all. I'm so look, I'm so sorry, Will Smith. I love you. <laughs> you're you're great. Um, I'm bad at names. I don't know why I remember Chris rock's name and not Will Smith. But I specifically oh, I am legend, maybe oh, is okay. the zombie the zombie movie with all the fast zombies. That's what I was trying to I was to like, consider. what made you think of that? <laughs>
0: uh okay so we get uh back outside and it's like another scene of uh you know the the mom's being like you better not see that her and and this immediate I we know this works really well because immediately after uh Talia at Warren's couch they both like touch each other and do that funny ring thing yeah. <laughs> like right in front of them <laughs> it's like a, I thought it was like in uh Lord of the Rings when the hobbits are dropping their pins on the ground so that Aragorn can find them except
2: (laughs)
1: Cal was right there like weird yeah we needed to create a little bit of intimacy we needed to rebel against the parents and that's the sole purpose of this scene Mm. um it's cute but like I don't know I I feel like later on in the episode we saw other scenes where they rebelled so this scene, scene seemed kind of like a little
2: unnecessary to me mm, okay unnecessary <laughs> <too>. Nika?
0: <laughs>
1: to Nika to me Do you... And you know what I will find another hater of their show oh there, okay. there's well, people oh,
0: and great. you're not even Perfect. really ha- like I think you can love the show and also recognize like you know things to talk about that are not necessarily amazing
1: I mean, that's true. I did binge watch this entire show.
0: So yeah. I'm saying you love it deep
1: down. Um, or I just have a an addiction to television and binge watching.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel you there. I feel you there. Do you think Talia's right about Cal being hooked on Juliet like a drug? Um, or is Margot right? And it's just teenage love. I feel like the episode kind of wants us to think that it's more love than the drugs thing
1: yeah i mean the episode kind of like um really presents that question to you and even after they do that severing they're still drawn together so i mean i i was i was curious and you know that's why i kept on saying like i wish they would have given us a little bit of the lore i feel like you know like true blood for example is really good at like building the lore early on so you understand how these vampires in the world operate So if we would have built that lore, maybe we could have understood what the exact repercussions of a bite was. Um, But unfortunately, we don't know that. But they go through the severing, right? And um, afterwards, you know, they're still seeking each other out. So I really think it boils down to this teenage, lusty, like... um,
0: you you won't say the love word. You you won't call it love. It's it's. You just think lust they're in to... love
1: after knowing each other for like two days?
2: Um, I would argue that I fell for my wife within like two days. That sounds. I'm fake. saying it's possible. <laughs> okay. What'd I... you say? <laughs> I said that sounds fake. Ro, <laughs> come at me. <laughs>
1: No, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure people experience that. I guess I just so don't. so
0: jaded, Nika. You're so yeah, jaded.
1: Yeah, I'm just jaded by life. I don't know. I just <laughs> like, it takes longer for me to develop feelings, I guess. So mm. I can't relate to that, but I'm sure, sh- I'm sure, but they're also teenagers. They haven't, As a lesbian, you know, gone. I
0: couldn't relate less.
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that you and your, you all are offended over there. <laughs> but no, I was, I was, <laughs> I was saying um, that they're teenagers. They haven't really gone through or experienced love before, so I feel like they're letting their heightened emotions get the best of them. So I don't know if we necessarily can call it love. It's just, they're going through a lot. They're experiencing a lot of hormones that they haven't experienced before.
0: Nika, have you forgotten what it's like to be young? You're younger than me. Come on. You sound like such a (laughs) boober. Oh, kids don't know what love is. Ah, Come on. I I was...
1: I was the exact same way when I was a teenager. To be <laughs> I was, you know, these this the couple was like making out on the dance floor, but like, you don't know what love is. <laughs> <laughs> it's your hormones.
0: I literally can picture you doing that. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, I know it was just an arm grab, but oof, I felt the world shake when Margot touched Talia's bicep like that.
1: Margo touched talia's bicep i didn't even notice
0: how i didn't you. even
1: notice wait when
0: <laughs> um we have bunny in the press conference with snake dad do you think bunny is maybe a vampire a legacy vampire
1: no there's i, I don't think there's any way bunny's a legacy vampire i think that they're trying to like um Emulate the crazy MAGA. Um,
2: oh, yeah. You know, like. Ma'am.
0: Their group yeah, is called they're, ma'am. ma'am.
1: Their Karen Monster Hunter group. What does <laughs> Ma'am even stand for? M- Moms Against Something Monsters? Or Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't what know.
1: What a dumb name. Like, <laughs> at least come up with something better, Ma'am.
0: Ma'am. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay i only thought that because he sends eleanor over to like quote unquote like take care of her so i was but he probably just meant change her mind or whatever
1: yeah i just i assumed that he meant like you know go over there like do your thing do your mind control thing and you know if maybe you control or you like calm bunny down a little bit she might have um, a soothing effect on the rest of the maams, and you know they won't go around spray uh, like spray painting crazy shit on people's mm. garage doors. Mm.
0: That was definitely them that tagged the the legacy vamps, right?
1: I mean, that's the only thing I can assume that, or like Oliver, but uh, it seems like a ma'am thing to
0: do uh okay so we get to the family meeting where they're like um calliope sweetie we are going to sever you and okay what do you think if you're a cow do you trust your family and you let them do the thing that has the word sever in it or do you run (laughs) (laughs)
1: um i don't think she really has a reason to run to be honest um She trusts her family. They seem like a very tight-knit family. So even though her family's not really understanding where she's coming from, I think we can only hope that they have her best interest at heart and aren't gonna harm her. Um, But, like, should she trust them? Because this ends up
0: going kind of awry. Uh, like, Like, Theo ends up a little messed up from
2: this. Yeah, I mean it's hard it's
1: hard to say he's having right? dark
2: nightmares
1: he has some messed up crap happen to him but i thought it was uh uh interesting i liked the way they introduced some of theo's backstory mm, um me too i liked how he you know got a little bit of information about uh where he came from what happened to his mother um and that he also went through the severing because the um, the hunter guild whatever wasn't sure if he was bitten by a legacy or not um yeah
0: that was interesting
1: so i think you know even if cal is worried you know she also loves her brother right and she knows her brother has gone through something similar so you know uh, some of those things if i was in cal's situation would make me go okay maybe i can trust my family just a little bit maybe
0: not me i'd run i'd be
1: running for the hills you're not severing (laughs) shit no i love juliet that's right i'd be like can't keep me for my girlfriend okay (laughs) i mean and they severed her and they didn't keep uh Mm -mm. callaway Spoiler alert, it doesn't work. <laughs> I don't think we, we need uh, to spoil it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we get to the big parents conference. My personal favorite part of the episode, I think, is when uh, Snake Dad says like a bunch of uh, legacy vampire stuff and Talia's like, oh, you're impressive. Is that what
2: you wanted me to say? I was like, I've wanted to say that to so many people. Like <laughs>
1: I, I'm like, sorry, I'm blanking a little bit. Um, You don't remember it?
0: They're at the conference. They have the conference with the two, with the four parents. And um, we've got Snake Dad and Margo on one side, uh, Jack Mm -hmm. Burns and Talia on the other And they're trying to strike an, I don't know what they're trying to do. They're trying to talk. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I think that's why I blocked it a little bit because I didn't really understand the purpose of this meeting because they had the parent conference earlier, the episode where the moms met and could have had some sort of discussion. we got to bring them in. in. Yeah, I guess. But look, this is a matriarch. Right? vampire society we don't need any snake dads here. this wasn't
0: in line with uh, the show we've been given
1: <laughs> yeah exactly so i was just like why did we need to have another scene with the parents with the dads here um and they didn't they didn't really correct me if i'm wrong but they didn't really talk about like cal and juliet it was just mainly like we'll never forgive you for you know the the invasion or the raid, what you
0: know, whatever they called it. Yeah, I think there was stuff that was like said, but you're right. I can't. I'm like not recalling the point because it was
1: wasn't scene. an important scene. It wasn't necessary. They should it was described. not. Yeah, yeah,
0: they could have, but I think they wanted. I think they like some of these like fun scenes. it's like, ah, oh, let's get all the parents together. You no, know? and have Talia connection. say something oh, funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, we get the creepy severing scene. Have I mentioned how much I want Apollo's Soul 1988 Olympic sweater? Like god, that's a cool sweater.
1: It is a good sweater and it does look good on him.
0: <laughs> he also wears like a really cool Jamaica tank top in the outside. I
1: really like the Jamaica tank top. Actually, just Apollo's entire wardrobe send it my way.
0: Right, right.
2: Yeah, I and also- the sever-
1: Sorry, also no, 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 earlier, go if we're talking about the fashion of the show, yeah, let's get um, into it. Cal's shirt, the one that was like really colorful and geometric when she, in her dream, back yes. up into Juliet's room. I was like really digging that shirt. Um, it was very With funky. Neon green
0: squiggles or whatever, or arrows. Yes, that was yeah, awesome.
1: It was a good shirt. It was a good shirt. But like,
0: okay. That speaking of that scene though, the one thing I remember for them is again, I know I'm harping on the security thing, but like these millionaires on this big estate, they don't have
1: a ring camera. They don't see Cal in her neon green squiggly shirt. Well, not only not only that, but like how did the Mams get away with spray painting the DA's garage door? You're telling me the DA. Doesn't get death threats already? Shouldn't he have better security?
0: I guess that's how the monster hunters got in, so that we could see that slow mo of them running in the estate.
1: There's no security,
2: none no, at <laughs> no, all. Which,
1: in I don't know. Like even if I'm a vampire, you know, from a strong family, I, you're not invincible. Like we're gonna, uh, we're gonna eventually find a way to kill you. Please have better security because. You know, your your life is at risk. And obviously the dad nearly died. So not all of them are invincible.
0: Yeah, they didn't learn their lesson.
1: Nope,
0: uh, but that's okay. We get uh, multiple Romeo climb in the balcony to meet Juliet scenes once with Cal here. And then later in the episode, we get Juliet doing the same thing. What'd you think of these scenes?
1: Yeah, they really want to emphasize that this is Romeo and Juliet. In case you didn't catch on earlier in the show can we remind you that this is a romeo and juliet retelling
0: by the way the creator of this show ve schwab based this show off a short story she wrote titled first kill If you're interested in reading it, you can click the link in the description, which will take you to a book called Vampires Never Get Old. It's a collection of short stories. It made me think that there's probably a lot of other Romeo and Juliet stuff that's gone down that I just, like, haven't noticed.
1: Um... I mean, like aside from the families being really like them angry.
0: waking up in the theater, I, I recognize that was like something there. But there's probably been some some other stuff. Yeah, is, so them waking up
1: in the theater and Romeo and Juliet, if I'm remembering correctly, they like ran away and had a lustful night together. Or maybe I'm confusing that with the movie. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. It's but been hot. Yeah, often.
0: they just like wake up amongst people. Reminds and me then the families
1: nice. obviously hate each other. Um, yeah.
0: But I think there's probably been other specific stuff that we just haven't caught. But like other fans have.
1: Or maybe there'll be specific stuff later on.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah,
1: probably.
2: No
0: doubt. You look like really excited. Are you talking about the death scene?
1: (laughs) Which death scene?
0: The end! The death scene! Oh, have have you finished the show? no, is there a death scene? Like, no. I thought you were talking about the specific thing they're going to include that Romeo and Juliet has is them dying. That's what I thought you
1: meant. Oh, that is what I'm excited about. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Wow. Wow. You want them to to do another bury our gays, Nika?
1: Um, I mean, I, I know uh, the lesbians are real upset because all of their characters die off, but I love it when characters die off. Because that wow. means that there's actual real life consequences. It's not, you know, like when you're reading a story or watching a show and you you know the main character won't die. So even if there's a really like mm-hmm. dangerous, exciting scene and, you know, sometimes you're on the edge of your seat, like, are you really on the edge of your seat? Because they're the main character. <laughs> What's like? What's gonna happen uh, to them? That show will end. So I love I think it. We all, different.
0: as listeners, just learned. Um, you know, uh, don't worry if you're feeling a. Uh, uh, Nika's got the critical tongue. She wants people to die. So this is nothing.
2: Yeah, I wish that on everybody. I guess
0: just fake characters, just TV characters. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see I was a little one thing that I'm sure you're gonna jump on the hate wagon with me for I was a little confused when Cal like breaks up with Juliet and it was a dream but I also thought it was real but then it was like no they didn't no they didn't break up they're still very much together and in love yeah so was so
1: they they got severed right so was Juliet just having this dream and then Cal was not actually in the dream to me that would make a little bit more sense but there was never any mm-hmm. clarification on that um
0: I think the show I, wants us to not know
1: I think the show wants us to not know but I think the only thing that really truly makes sense is Juliet's just having a dream because she misses Cal and she's really worried that their parents are keeping them apart uh, because then cal never brings that up later on Mm -hmm. you know she never brings up oh i was severed but you know i I still came into your dream
0: but ro had mentioned in um our last recap the possibility of them like dream communicating this whole Mm -hmm. time and so i found that like to be like an interesting possibility that they are that it's it's a dream but it's also some real element to it but you're right it's never it never gets mentioned
1: well, I just assumed that like the only reason they could dream communicate is because they had that bond, but then the bond got severed, right? So like, I I don't know, yeah, did that's, it get severed successfully? You know what? It could. Yeah, maybe it didn't get severed successfully. Maybe season two we're gonna find out that you know they've been connected this entire time, and uh, Theo did a terrible job. <laughs>
2: theo you suck
1: you're terrible (laughs) at this
0: theo uh one star for theo on severing (laughs) would not recommend Uh. nika is apollo the fastest ice cream scooper of all time
2: you're Uh, telling me that um that he was what too fast <laughs> that- yeah because
0: she the, for some reason they showed us i don't know why they showed this you're right they have a lot of scenes in some of these episodes they could cut but we get a scene of her of cal sneaking the computer to see what apollo's doing and um he's like mint chocolate chip she's like uh yeah and then he's like we don't have mint chocolate chip and she's like okay vanilla and then like two seconds later he's got the ice cream for her you didn't notice that
1: um, I didn't really particularly notice it mainly because, uh, a lot of, uh, scenes <laughs> that are very similar in other shows are like that, right? Where like, mm. you know, you're rushing to quickly do something and, you know, you send that person away to, you know, get something for you and they instantly pop back. So, you know, it, it didn't really bother me that much because I feel like that's a trope of mm. um of television um but also like you know maybe you're just slow at scooping ice cream have you thought about that
0: <laughs> i am because i'm too busy standing there eating ice cream as i'm scooping one in the bowl one in my mouth
1: i know one in the bowl i've seen my you mouth. do it and i'm like amanda i don't want to <laughs> eat your like bag use a different spoon <laughs>
0: uh okay eleanor goes all fun big sister on juliet nika uh i know you have two younger sisters do you ever get them drunk take them to the club specifically a club that looks like the j-lo waiting for tonight uh millennium music video uh and just be the greatest big sister in the world
1: okay well you've met my middle sister right (laughs) And you're asking me that question (laughs)
0: You ever tried it though?
1: Um, I know my middle sister too well <laughs> to try it. She does not like. What about, like what about
0: your youngest?
2: What about your um,
1: youngest? You know what? It's really hard to like get over that stump of like that's my baby sister. So it's a little bit weird. And actually, the only time we've been out drinking is with you and Ro when uh, during Thanksgiving when we went to the bars together.
2: That night oh. that I lost my coat. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, we're gonna go to New York next week, so maybe this is my opportunity. You're like, not yet.
0: Are you? Yeah. I hope you don't uh, murder a guy in a, I mean, a blood probably, acid and fueled rage.
1: <laughs> rage. I mean, we not enough fuel of rage, but we probably will murder a guy. <laughs> You do
0: like seeing people dead, so.
1: <laughs> I know, consequences are great.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, not very responsible of big sis here. How do you think they got Juliet in? Did she use her powers? Did they Whoa. do a back past the ID situation?
1: Yeah, I was really confused by the entire thing. I was like, this girl looks like a, a child. Why is nobody IDing her? <laughs> I them? know. But then, obviously, Eleanor has her mind-wiping abilities, so, uh, you know, she probably used that. But then they were also in this club, and I was like, this club is, like, the least poppin' club. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not really a club-goer, you know. I'm not super into going out to the bars. Oh, I've been clubbing a few times, but, like, the clubs that I've been to are way better than this.
0: Wow. What What a club elitist
1: like uh, apparently i thought this
0: scene really added some a little bit of levity to the episode like eleanor crimps her hair for this like it was before before it was dark it was really fun i thought
1: um i i thought the scene was cute but um skipping forward to like the game they're playing where you know you take one bite i take one bite Mm i
2: thought it was that was like
1: dark Oh, it was a very dark, but I I I kind of get it like Juliet got sucked up into the bloodlust of it all, but mm. nobody was forcing her to do it, you know. Eleanor wasn't holding a gun to her throat. So, but she was I on drugs. She was a little bit on drugs, drugs, but but it's not like Eleanor doped her up um without her yeah, knowing.
0: She she gave her a lot of shots that uh and she took her to the bar that she that she wasn't of age to be at she, she
1: look she knows who her sister is right yeah. like you're telling me she wasn't expecting it she should you're have right. just said she should have <laughs> run away as soon as Eleanor was like we're going out actually you have like
0: convinced me you've changed my mind you're totally right like Julia knows who Eleanor is she knows if they go out there's a risk that you know and she she probably she's the one who decides to drink now the, uh, the caveat or the, the, um, the thing you can't rebut is
1: Juliet's a kid. <laughs> yes, Juliet's a kid and her sister definitely took advantage of her. We kind of heard earlier in the show that she, you know, looks up a little bit to her sister. Um, we have seen instances of her, you know, putting her foot down and going, no, I'm not going to drink blood. You know, no, I'm not going to su- suck the blood of of Cal, but ultimately you're right. She is a child. Um, So it was unfortunate that she was put in this kind of situation. But I also, you know, knowing that, you know, I I kind of also, I'm like, you know, Juliet, come on. Like, what did you, what did you think was gonna happen tonight? Your sister's been trying to get you to do your first kill for so long. Do you really, you know, and, and she wants to take you out to learn what it really means to be a legacy and learn what it means they just, to she just wants to have some fun to some Billie Eilish
0: music uh while I, they take I, blood acid I, hits
1: yeah I guess Mark. But
0: that was dark they really took advantage of Mark speaking of take advantage
1: oh yeah the poor, poor guy you know he he died so young I know I know we all love it sounds Smash like you're for him <laughs> i know we all love smashly but like come on guys mark was a real mvp also <laughs> what mark has
0: nothing on smashly
1: you're right you're right <laughs> did he,
0: speaking of mark did he like evaporate in the water like were there crocodiles in there what happened
1: so i'm again i think i'm making a lot of assumptions because they don't tell us but i'm assuming that there is some sort of monster in the water because if it was a crocodile the crocodiles are acting way too quickly they wouldn't have snapped up that fast but what if there's a monster that Eleanor knows about and Mm. you know that's where she dumps all her bodies
0: genius uh Nika can you relate to Eleanor a little bit (laughs) what because I want everybody (laughs) to die how dare you (laughs) Juliet's like, Juliet's like, that man has a family. Okay.
1: (laughs) No, I'm on Juliet's side, like, let's not actually kill people, but this (laughs) is fiction. So I want the authors to kill people. Yes, yes.
0: Uh Roe was right, by the way. Uh she said that Eleanor was gonna do something to upset Juliet, to prove that Eleanor's a bad guy, and I think this is it
1: yeah i from kind of the beginning and you know when we were talking in episode what three um i didn't think eleanor was gonna be the good guy of the show um we you know early on we see her card collection uh you know we kind of see her pre- pressuring eleanor to take this fight all because eleanor has this ambition to be the keeper of the Malkia Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. So she's very ambitious, which I love, but she's ambitious putting her family's, like her sister's values uh, in jeopardy. I I don't know how- Turns out
0: Eleanor was exactly who they told us she was in episode one (laughs) the whole time.
1: Oh, absolutely. She is a little bit heartless and I think we get a taste of that this episode. Um she kind of comes off a little flirty, a little fun, but deep down I think there's a dark side to Eleanor um mm. that we're exploring a little bit more. She kind of brushed off this death. She wasn't very sympathetic. You know, this Mark was just she a liked play, it. play toy.
0: She was smiling.
1: She was and very um, happy. She was uh she was enjoying that high.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because she knows a good place to put her murder keepsakes. You know what that place is
1: a Inside storage a, locker A storage locker. yeah, yeah. absolutely nobody is you. a shit about storage lockers. <laughs> I think that's absolutely false. Um, I feel like every show that you ever watch, the evidence is always in the storage locker always fits in the storage <laughs>
0: lockers. I feel like it's for me, it's always the shows I watch are always the killers living in the storage locker.
1: Or you go into the storage locker, and there's this murder board with, like, red strings <laughs> attaching different lines. Uh, is that where
0: Dexter did his killing? Was that a storage lock? No. Or was that somewhere No,
1: Dexter it? just set up plastic wherever and then oh, chopped up yeah. the bodies. He, did,
0: he had a mobile unit.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, like, he was very precise. They could never, you know, narrow him down. And then he meticulously cleaned everything because he was like very OCD about it. And then he would go out into the waters on his boat and dump the bodies.
0: Hmm. Yeah, he would. That he would. Uh, okay, so Juliet meets back up with Ben. She's not feeling too good after the whole. She, she's on a come down. Nika, do you spoon with your best friends? Uh, actually, I have a friend that we do spoon. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, I did this in college, but it was because I was a raging closeted lesbian. But you're saying you you do this platonically.
1: Uh, Yeah, I have a friend that we like, she loves cuddles. And she's a little shorter than me and thinks I give good cuddles. So I'm always the big spoon and she's the little spoon. (laughs)
0: That's a good profile description for you.
1: Yeah, yep. um, I
0: give good cuddles
1: yeah i apparently i give good cuddles <laughs> so yeah but there's only one friend that i do that with and it's only specifically because she's like we need a cuddle and i'm like that <laughs> okay. sounds good
0: i was wondering how common this is
1: okay Ben's um, so a really I mean, good i'm friend. sure like you, you know what but i also have other friends that i don't specifically cuddle with but who are very cuddly and cuddle with their friends. So I do think this is something that not closeted lesbians do. No, yeah, I
0: was making a joke, but like my, I mean, it's going to be hard for you, for listeners and viewers to detach this from what I'm saying, because I'm going to begin it with my golf team. Uh, But (laughs) there was only me and one other lesbian and like all, it was me and the lesbian who were afraid to cuddle. All the non-lesbians were like, let's cuddle. So yeah, you're right. I totally see that okay well, we got Eleanor she's now official she's a new keeper of Malkia or Malkaya. um M- and yeah, then Malkia. let's see Margot. Margot has a nice line at the end there she says uh did you know that real power isn't about flaunting it to prove to others that you have it
1: um I really did like that line it's And, you know, she's right. Real power is about being a little subtle. You don't need to, you know, chop off somebody's head. You don't need to flaunt your wealth. I think that if you, you, I think what she's trying to get across is if you rule fairly, if you have people in your corner, um, you know, on your side, that's when you have real affluence because people aren't following you because they fear you. But because they respect you and like you as a person, right?
2: Mm. I think that's
1: what she was uh, trying to get at. Or am I, I totally I think, off base? Uh, I think it's a little bit
0: about the flaunting. Like uh if a person gains power in the forest and nobody hears it, is it really that powerful?
1: <laughs> right. Oh, the classic of the tree falls in the forest. <laughs> did, did it did you really hear it? Or did it I really think make it? A little bit of the dynamic of having power is being like, uh, "Look, everyone, I have all this power." <laughs> but, but I think what she's trying to get across is like, you don't need to constantly remind people that you're powerful, that you have power. You can be subtle about it, right? So uh,
0: tell that to Putin.
1: I mean, like, look, Trump, Putin—they <laughs> don't understand it. They rule with the iron fist. There's nothing they that bo- we can do They both have power. It, you know? Say that again they both had power they do have power but do they have respect no so I, th- I don't know i think that's just what she's trying to get at you know power is not just about what you have it's about you know how you wield it
0: okay good advice that uh, eleanor probably really needs as we just saw her laugh at the murder of a dude uh, Apollo gives Bunny's Rosé on Ice group some pointers while they ogle him.
1: Um, look, those ladies <laughs> really need to get laid, I think. Yeah.
0: It's probably been a minute.
1: It's probably been a minute because they see this hot piece of ass coming in. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in a I group mean,
0: like, like that, if you're in a ma'am, if you're in a group that calls itself ma'am, ma- <laughs> probably been a minute since since you know,
1: is this since group just like a giant group of karens to you yeah that's what it, they're vampire karens don't oh you think that's what God. the show's going for i absolutely i just <laughs> i wanted to bring it up i do think that's what the show is <laughs> going for especially since they call themselves ma'am <laughs> they give yeah. me like very strong let me see your manager you know vibes
0: <laughs> absolutely absolutely um so we get the second uh romeo climbing up the balcony scene you know this episode kind of made me feel like i had such a lame love life in high school nobody ever climbed through my window nobody i dated they everybody i dated or flirted with came through the front of the house lame
1: did you only date men in high school because you were that a raging, and lesbian <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. why you know what uh, men have absolutely no um what's what's the word i'm looking for pizazz jenna say uh
2: it's really not, on totally point kidding. for us i, to, you know what? I don't uh, mean to generalize <laughs>
0: <laughs> not all men
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, not all men, but the men you, the men in the deep south that you were dating. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. The, not talk about that.
0: It's a rough <laughs> period of my life. God, when Cal was talking about not being in any, any of her high school yearbooks and stuff, I I was starting to realize, oh, like, she's kind of had her childhood taken away from her with this lifestyle
1: yeah it's it's kind of like the military brat lifestyle Mm. it's a little bit sad um that she wasn't able to develop you know any attachments but also that's like kind of why I think that you know earlier on we were talking about uh do they really love each other or is it lust she hasn't had a time to have friends or to fall in love so I I really do think it's just lust and over a heightened sense of emotion um, that we're being spoon-fed as love. You're speaking some
0: truth here, Nika. You're right. Um, She's lacking, I think, in um, the typical experience that that you would have had by that age. Maybe that's influencing things. Uh, When she was like... um, I'm glad you didn't leave. And she hugs Juliet. That's the most I have felt from her this whole time that she actually was falling for Juliet. Like uh, just Imani Lewis and that scene really portrayed that really well. Like usually, and I think this is on purpose, you know, towards the beginning, especially of the show, I was kind of like, okay, is she, is Cal really into Juliet? And that was something I could totally, it just seemed really
1: realistic. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. That was the first time that I actually kind of felt that Cal might actually have feelings for Juliet rather than, you know, this this weird bike connection that they might have. Um, you could kind of tell that she, um, you know, is afraid of losing Juliet. But also, is that just because she hasn't really had any other friends and her only girlfriend has betrayed her?
2: <sighs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Uh Tiffany, the, the uh Noah's girlfriend's dog, the Yorkie, digs up a body. Is this um what did they call him? Tony, ponytail guy? The
1: po- the pedo ponytail guy, <laughs> the really creepy, creepy one. Oh, obviously. And as soon as that body was dug up, I was like, Juliet, what the f- actual <laughs> like, what the heck you watched your sister dump a body in the water and tell you don't bury a body don't leave evidence and then instead of going and getting rid of this body you decide to go off and hang out with ben. Like Ben I think is what happened right after no go find that body go get into the water where are your priorities she she was upset
0: nika she's she's she was shocked she was scarred by that night of partying and acid blood taking
1: i'll give it to her but you know recoup regroup <laughs> and then go out and get rid of the evidence what did regroup, you think was regroup happen? and
0: go out <laughs> Well, uh, whoa, this
1: was another crazy
0: episode. It feels like we kind of get two episodes of stuff for every one episode.
1: (laughs) You know, Netflix uh, likes giving us these shorter seasons, only eight episodes. So they got to really pack a lot of stuff in there.
0: Um, Do you think that's one of the things that's happening that this was actually going to be like a more traditional longer episode season and the Netflix was like, no, condense this.
1: Well, I, you know, I, I'm i not sure because Netflix, a lot of their seasons are eight episodes uh mm-hmm. their English shows specifically. Um, so if this show was specifically written for Netflix, if it didn't go to like the CW first, then there's no reason they would have thought that. Um, okay. Because that's just the, I feel like that's the formula of, of uh, Netflix. It's either, you know, it's anywhere from six to 10 episodes. Okay.
0: Uh, what are your closing thoughts uh, on this episode
1: um, you know it it was a it was a good episode we we kind of see a, learn a little bit more about the world which i really liked um you know i think we need to get a lot more world building to you know make make flesh flesh out some of these details and you know make make it make sense um so that was good I think this show was all, this specific episode was also riddled with a lot of unnecessary scenes that we could have cut out and then, you know, gone in and done that flushing out.
0: I agree. This was the first episode I thought it was like really obvious there were a few scenes, especially after talking to you that like it was pretty obvious a a couple scenes could have been cut.
1: And and I'm wondering if there was maybe a bit uh, like a bit more to those scenes, but they cut it down to fit it in that Mm. 50, 60 minute window and what they them stripping it down kind of maybe did them a disservice
2: maybe hmm. yeah
0: well um i i thought it was another good episode um yeah i i i'm not minding as much the build the world as we go along i kind of just got used to it and now i'm just here for the ride and i'm like take me to the end don't kill gaze. good
1: but um i'm curious do you think we're gonna get a season two Uh, we haven't heard anything yet and the show's been out for a hot minute
0: i've been keeping my eye on it and numbers are okay depending on what you're looking at like which which metrics uh and i'm sure netflix has all different kinds of things they look at
1: yeah, Netflix tends to cancel shows out of the blue, and you're like, what the heck, Netflix? Why would you cancel that show? It did really well.
0: Yeah, because I, I wonder if like they feel like now if they give it a second season, they'll like have to get it a give it a third also. I, I just don't know how they're thinking. Um right now I'm leaning, I'm a little worried. I'll say that. <laughs>
1: I mean, the show was in Netflix's top ten, so
0: hopefully, yeah, that three means weeks in something. a row. Yeah, it does. But we, the third week, there was quite a few drops, up, drop offs. So it, it won't be in the top ten next week, I don't think. Okay, I would be surprised if it is. But I'm gonna hope that we get a second season. A girl can dream. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we got two episodes left. We are getting closer to the end of the season, and I will be back with a recap of episode seven make sure you subscribe to LesCast wherever you listen and also if you leave us a review i will try to read those off too so go to town give it to me i want to see those reviews baby i'll read whatever you write so i mean not whatever within reason uh (laughs) all right i want to thank nika for recapping today's episode with me thank you so much for coming on the show and i will see you back for episode seven